G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, turning our attention today to the status of unemployment and particularly unemployment when it comes to youth. Now, when we talk youth, we're talking about the young people in our society, those who really do deserve the opportunity to get off on the right foot when it comes to their careers. But for some young people today around Australia, that's a real luxury. And there are some trends that are very, very concerning when it comes to youth unemployment in Australia. Tony Nicholson is the Executive Director of the Brotherhood of St Lawrence. They've been monitoring the trends as they've been presenting themselves. And Tony's joining us today. Hello, Tony. Welcome to 2020. Uh, good to be with you. Tony, you've been monitoring trends, youth unemployment. How serious is it looking for young people in Australia? Well, uh, we have been monitoring trends through the data that is released by the Australian Bureau of Statistics. And it doesn't paint a a good picture. Um, Nationally, uh, youth unemployment, so we're talking about people aged between 16 and 24 years of age, is uh, almost 12.5%, which when you think about it is more than double what the overall uh, level of unemployment is in Australia to the point now that about 40% of all unemployed people in Australia are actually young people. So that gives you a picture of that that is pretty gloomy, um, but it doesn't tell the whole st- story. Um, when you look at certain communities around Australia, uh, we have levels of uh, youth unemployment uh, ranging from 15 to 21%. Um, This is what we call the youth unemployment hotspots. So overall, uh, very high levels of youth unemployment in some uh, communities, extraordinarily uh, high levels. So when we talk about those hotspots, we're talking about areas uh, that in one of your graphics in the latest report that you've put out, uh, the west and northwest Tasmanian uh, coastline there, uh, including places like Burnie and Devonport, uh, mm-hmm. North Queensland at Cairns, Northern Adelaide, uh, Southeast Tasmania, Outback Northern Territory, Launceston and Northeast Tasmania. And there's others on the list there too. How serious is it if you are a young person in those communities uh, with the challenge of actually getting a, a career move happening, getting your first job? Oh, it's very tough. Uh, for young people in these uh, communities. Um, And keep in mind that more than 60% of our our young people in Australia don't go on to university. So uh, we're talking about young people that are finishing their their secondary uh, education and wanting to get into the workforce. And when you've got levels as high as uh, 20% of uh, youth unemployment, it's really tough uh, on these young people. And... Uh, you know, that's bad enough, uh, but there is some good evidence now that that uh, indicates that if a young person has a prolonged period of unemployment in their teens, uh, 
they generally don't recover from it. You know, they, they right throughout their 20s and, and, and into the remainder of their working life, they tend to remain uh, on, the, on, on the edges of um, the labour market, really struggling to get a foothold in work. So, you know, that's a, it, it indicates that uh, in those late teenage years, um, life chances are really being shaped. And if you don't, uh, are, if you aren't able to secure a solid foothold in the world of work, then uh, it's not good for your future. Is it because there are so many things changing in society that once upon a time when you were a member of a local community, you could get a job in your local community and that could grow into a career? But these days people talk about being in a global village, uh, the global community. Is that affecting the jobs that young people in some of these hotspot communities may well not be able to find? Yeah, look... You have touched on uh, one of two really important uh, features uh, that that uh, lies behind this um, scary data. Uh, the first is, as you say, uh, we live in a global community and our modern economy is very much open to global pressures and employers uh, in those areas of the economy that is uh, that are exposed to global competition uh, really now place a real premium on education and qualifications and work experience and they expect their employees to be fully productive at a very early stage. And so that makes it much harder for young people to move from school to work. But secondly, uh, even uh, in parts of our economy that aren't exposed to international competition and where there is prospect of employment growth, uh, such as in aged care and in childcare and some of the health services area. Uh, increasingly, we as a community rightly place a premium there on high standards of care and that makes it, again, much harder for young people uh, to make the transition from school to work. So you get a picture in our modern economy, uh, it's much, much harder uh, for young people to move from school to work than it was in decades before, even though the modern economy does produce uh, lots of opportunities. So that's interesting because right across the nation, we've found this trend to increasing levels of youth unemployment, but layered over that and, and exacerbating that situation is that in certain regional economies where the economy has slowed, uh, it's really hit young people the hardest. So you see, you've mentioned uh, in areas like uh, much of Tasmania in uh, uh, far north Queensland, even the southern parts of Queensland, that where the tourist economy has slowed down because of the high Australian dollar in north, northern parts of Adelaide, in the northwest of Melbourne, in, in the western uh, Sydney. Uh, all of these areas uh, have seen uh, their regional economy is slow and that's really hit young people the hardest. So we get this picture overall that it's much, much harder for young people to move from school to work than in previous decades and then there are some regional economic issues that are exacerbating that problem.
And, of course, the scary thing is that there is potential for the development of what some have described as a new underclass. And when we reach crisis point, uh, we need to be able to take action. Uh, Tony Nicholson is the Executive Director of the Brotherhood of St Lawrence. We're talking about youth unemployment in Australia. It is at a dangerous level. We'll come back and we'll talk some more shortly about what to do about young people. If you've got young people in your family, make sure you stay tuned. We'll talk about how to help your young person, your teenager, or those who are into their 20s, uh, into the career that they want. Tony Nicholson, stay with us. We'll come back and talk some more shortly. Well, we're talking about the crisis levels that in some parts of Australia we're seeing when it comes to the issue of youth unemployment. Young people who are just desperate to get their first job and get a, a foothold into a career, but sometimes there are so many things that are working against them. The Brotherhood of St Lawrence has been working with a whole lot of statistics that have come from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Uh, they've identified that there are hot spots around Australia. Tony Nicholson is the Executive Director of the Brotherhood of St Lawrence. He's with us today. Tony, when we talk about the crisis levels of youth unemployment in Australia, a lot of people will be throwing their hands up and saying, well, what should I do? What is your advice, perhaps even to parents who might be listening in, or to carers or to guardians, about how to get young people into the workforce? Yes, uh, and and this is of great concern to a lot of parents uh, that I've spoken to and uh, in my family and neighbourhood. Um, this is a real common concern for uh, lots of uh, families as they see their teenagers um, uh, getting towards the end of their secondary school, wondering whether they'll be able to uh, get into the um, job job market. Um, there, there are a number of things that we know uh, really assist young people get jobs. Um, the first thing is uh, to try to finish your secondary school education. Um, all the evidence suggests you've got a better chance of getting a job if you've uh, finished secondary school. Uh, young people that leave in in uh, in years 11 uh, or 10 um, find it much, much harder. Uh, but for even those young people that have uh, successfully finished their year 12 uh, uh, qualification, they still, still are finding it really difficult to get into uh, work experience and, and to uh, get into work. So the second thing I would say is that try to get some good advice about uh, what vocational training uh, to follow. Far too many young people we're finding have undertaken training, uh, got some certificates for completion of training that have very little bearing on where employment opportunities uh, will be in their local economy. So uh, seeking out uh, vocational advice uh, when you're at school um, and uh, if you've uh, left school and, and are struggling to find work, uh, try to use your own networks uh, in friends. It might be in the next networks you have uh, through your church uh, uh, friends and, and colleagues. Uh, generally, you'll find someone that knows uh, about uh, various opportunities for employment in, the, in your local economy. So try to get some good advice uh, about what sort of vocational training to undertake. Uh, is really uh, important because all too often young people 
undertake training, it doesn't lead to a job and sometimes it's not even in an area that they're uh, uh, interested in. Uh, thirdly, uh, really uh, see if you can get an opportunity to get some work experience because employers uh, really look for people that have had some work experience. Now by that I mean uh, voluntary work experience. And there are a lot of employers that would be happy to take someone on for a few weeks uh, so that you can w uh, get that experience in the real work environment. Uh, that stands you in really good stead when you're looking for jobs. And uh, once again, uh, you may be able to get that through family networks. It might be through your church networks. Uh, even if you're, it, perhaps you might be really interested in um, the whole area for, say, uh, for example, in baking or, or, or uh, food preparation, even uh, ask the local bakery, could you get some work experience there? Where you, uh, when you do get some work experience, you, you get a better feel for the workplace and, and the uh, company that's providing you with the work experience can often be a good referee. So there are a few pointers for mm. uh, people that are really struggling. So complete your education, get good advice on what your gifts and talents might be and the directions mm. for uh, good employment opportunities and get that work experience. Uh, Tony, when it comes to governments... What sort of role do the government uh, play and uh, are they doing enough? Uh, let's talk about uh, the federal government and, of course, mm. there's state governments too, but are governments doing enough to assist youth unemployed? Uh, no, not at the moment. Um, uh, the, the, there is an important role for the federal government to play. They can't do everything, but there is a very important role for them to play. And so we have uh, proposed that the... Uh, the Australian government establish a, a national youth transition strategy that would ensure that young people moving from school to work are able to get those those components I've just talked about. So uh, the the good vocational advice, uh, some work experience, and some general uh, training around the sort of skills that an employer will be looking for. So. Uh, these are often underestimated, the, the more generic work skills about how to work in a team, uh, what it's like and uh, to take direction from a supervisor, how you report to a supervisor, uh, how you understand basic occupational health and safety issues. These are uh, the sort of generic skills employers are really looking for. So under a national youth transition strategy, uh, the Australian government would provide that type of service uh, for young people, uh, and uh, and but but all of that will only work if uh, we as a community get in behind it, and uh, employers and service clubs and churches and and sporting clubs support the young people by giving them opportunities to get the skills to get the work experience. We know that when when that is provided to people, most of these young people are able to land their first job and then be on uh, the path to building a career for themselves. Well, there's an old saying, isn't there? It takes a whole village to raise a child, and that child raising doesn't end when mm. they hit 13. Uh, mm. There is a huge responsibility upon each of us in our communities where we know that there are young people who are struggling 
to get a start in the career of their choice, then uh, we might all have to pull together to help that happen for those young people who are around us. Tony Nicholson is the Executive Director of the Brotherhood of St Lawrence, based there in Melbourne, Victoria. Tony, uh, it's great talking on this issue, and perhaps we can pursue this again another day. But uh, thank you so much for sharing those good thoughts and that wisdom when it comes to young people and getting a start in the job market. Thanks very much for being with us today, Tony. It's been a pleasure. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.